Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, beautiful people. Welcome to The Art of Kindness, where we have compassionate conversations with artists from all areas of the entertainment industry who are using their voice to spread joy and make this big spinning planet in the sky a better place to be. I'm Robert Peter Paul, and I'm so glad you're here. Hello, hello. Today is a wonderful day. Welcome to episode 10 of The Art of Kindness, the A-OK. Wow, I can't believe this is episode 10. And we've got a really special guest to celebrate. So if this episode sounds a little bit different, there's two reasons why. I feel like we're kind of teetering on ASMR right now. Because I went to a family wedding last night, and I kind of lost my voice. Not gonna lie. Reason number two is that there is a huge hurricane approaching the area. And so we are staying at my dad's, which was closer to the wedding, in New Jersey. So I'm at my dad's house with my entire family, and everybody's really loud. I'm kind of tucked away upstairs in an attic. It's really cozy. I can see out the window. All the rain is falling. But there's plenty of reasons why you might be hearing some background noise. So if you hear anybody screaming or stomping around, (laughs) that's my family saying hi. We've got a really special guest to celebrate this milestone episode number 10 today. Alana Levine is a Broadway star, best known to musical theater fans for her comedic turn as Lucy Van Pelt in You're a Good Man, Charlie Brown. You're a good man, Charlie Brown. She has also starred in the Broadway productions of Jake's Women, Wrong Mountain, and The Last Night of Ballyhoo. Alana has appeared in many television shows and films, including Tanner 88, Law and Order, Damages, The Job, Cashmere Mafia, Confessions of a Shopaholic, Failure to Launch, The Nanny Diaries, Friends with Kids, and Five Flights Up. Seinfeld fans will no doubt recognize her from the infamous episode, The Contest. Last but certainly not least, Alana is the host of one of my favorite podcasts ever, Little Known Facts with Alana Levine. You can listen to her podcast on every platform. I cannot recommend it enough. It's one of the reasons why I wanted to start my own podcast, not that I'm anywhere near her. (laughs) But if you can't find it, you can also always go to littleknownfactspodcast.com and you have access to over 200 rare interviews with such incredible talent. 
Her podcast offers an intimate look into the lives of the most successful artists working today, and it is so inspiring. She approaches each interview with such empathy and creates a safe place for guests to open up, which is really why I wanted to chat with her today. It was honestly a little bit surreal to hear her voice live in my ears after listening to the podcast for so long. I am so grateful that she took the time to chat. Make sure you also stick around after our conversation for your kindness tip of the week. Without further ado, please welcome Alana Levine. Alana Levine. Hello. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. I'm so excited to talk to you today. I can't believe it. Here we are. <laughs> I got my cup of tea as well. It kind of matches actually. Cheers, mate. Ooh. Cheers. That's a really pretty pottery mug. Thank you. I'd like to say I made it, but it's actually, it was my grandma's and she gave it to me, which was so nice. Wow. Yeah. The first thing that I always like to ask people is how are you at taking compliments? Oh my God. That's so funny that you say that because just yesterday, my daughter, we were in a situation where someone paid me a compliment and she was like, mom, just say thank you. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, because I always seem to want to make sure to give a lot of other people credit alongside me because they deserve it. But she said, sometimes it's okay to just say thank you. And I thought, oh, wow, that's um, wouldn't have occurred to me. (laughs) Wow. She's so wise. We just want to deflect it, right? It, yeah. it makes you feel kind of uncomfortable in a weird way. Like we almost can't handle all that happiness. Yeah. Or yeah, I don't know. Or, or maybe we're taught it and we're mirroring something familiar from our yes. own, uh, from our own growing up households. But I do think it's a very gracious thing to do. And, um, and I, and I know that no one wants to put something out in the world and then have it get overcomplicated in the response to it. Mm. Um, so it's generous also to the person offering the compliment to Mm. just say thank you so that they feel like there's nothing wrong in them offering it to begin with. Like it, it, it's so complicated, but it doesn't have to be. Were you that way with the stage door too? Cause I know when, when I've done shows and you walk out and people are, you know, so generous and nice. Sometimes you just want to be like, thank you and, you know, run off. Yeah. I mean, I definitely feel like um, as someone who is such an appreciator of of live performance and the opportunity to talk to someone who's just done something so magical and now you're you're seeing them in person and and that desire to just say what just happened, what you just did, that thing we were all just a part of really meant something to me. And I, and so I would say at a stage door, whether I'm waiting at the stage door or someone's waiting for me at the stage door, I love that feeling of community. And so I definitely say, thank you right back for coming. Maybe that's my deflector. Like, thank you for being here. And then we're off to the races and we can talk (laughs) about whatever it was about the thing that um, connects us. Yes, I agree. Well, I asked you because no matter what your answer was, I'm going to pay you a compliment right now, or I'm going to try. Let's start the episode here. (laughs) (laughs) My crazy, my crazy answer will probably didn't even make sense, but okay. Oh, it definitely did. Listen, after the year we've all had, nobody knows how to talk anymore. And Mm -hmm. you are still fantastic at speaking. So see, I just stumbled over my words. I just have to say, while I have you, your show, Little Known Facts, 
which guys, if you're listening and you don't subscribe for some crazy reason, you need to pause this episode and go subscribe immediately because it is such a gift. You approach each interview with kindness, which is one of the reasons why I wanted to talk to you today. And you truly seem to create such a safe environment for guests to open up and share their little known facts and their big facts. It is not only such a cozy podcast to listen to, it gives me all the warm fuzzies, but it's so informative and such a valuable resource for us entertainers. So thank you. You are my podcast role model and someone that I am trying in a small way to emulate by doing this show. So thank you again. I am so happy uh, that you found it because, because it's why we're connecting today. And so in that way, um, aside from all the incredible offerings my guests bring to listeners on on the podcast, it has connected me with such wonderfully generous, kind, beautiful souls like yourself. And so I'm forever grateful that that I started this podcast because of the people it's brought into my life. So thank you for listening and thank you for being inspired by it. My guests inspire me just as much as they inspire my listeners. It's um, It's been a real gift to, to get to be a part of those conversations. I bet. And you deserve it because good attracts good and what you're putting out there is good. So I'm glad you're getting that back. Yes, when you definitely. When you hear the word kindness, what do you think? What comes to your mind? What does it mean to you? Well, if we're playing like this stream of consciousness game, the the first Always. image that that um, that popped into my head was my mom. Huh. Um, that is definitely uh, where my modeling, my my kindness supermodeling was born. I think that she really led her life and leads her life from a place of um, service and walking into a situation and going, how can I be helpful? And so I try to bring Helen along with me into my life and into um, the world. So that's sort of what it means to, um, to be helpful. Yeah, I love that. And it's funny you mentioned the word service because I feel like as artists in this industry, we are of service. You know, storytelling, I think, is one of the ultimate privileges and services you can have. So if you're not approaching it with kindness, ah, it just it just makes me a little frustrated. I know there's it's very complex, but I love that. And I love that you mentioned your mom. Cause I was wondering, everyone's having a different answer to this. It's super interesting whether they felt like kindness was something they were taught and saw growing up, or if later in life looking back, they're like, oh, I have to make kindness a priority. I have to treat myself kind. I have to make sure to go out of the way for others now that I've, you know, like leveled out in in the growing up realm of life, if that makes sense. Yeah, totally. So do you feel like growing up, it was your mom that you always just felt like you wanted to emulate? Yeah, I mean, both my parents, to be honest, were just such um, kind of active members of whatever community they found themselves in professionally or personally or or culturally and and really my parents met like as volunteers in an organization like they really spend so much of their lives volunteering wherever they were needed and sort of best put to use and and they got that from their parents i mean it really has been a tradition of how to be a part of a community um or even 
you know, within your own household, but the larger community as well. Um, that's always been really important to them. I think it bonded them and and has kept their marriage. Uh, they got married in 1953 and it's <laughs> 2021 and they're still they're still married. And I wow. think a large part of that is um is is sharing that common goal of trying to make the world a better place in, in big and small ways. And so sometimes growing up, it would be exhausting. Like, do we have to have another stranger at our dinner? You know, you would sometimes <laughs> just feel like, could it just be us sometimes? And almost, you know, competing for, for their attention because they were so busy and involved in so many things. Um, but yeah, I, I think it was um, incredible incredible groundwork to lay down in front of your children about how to be. Um, mm. And uh, yeah, it started very young. That That's so incredible to hear that that's the way you were brought up. It makes sense why you're such a kind person. And I can relate because, you know, coming from a big Italian family, especially, you know, whether it was my Nona, my grandma, or my aunts and uncles or my parents, it's like, you know, they would meet someone at the shop right before Thanksgiving and invite them to sit at the table. And it's just always, always giving, always getting an exorbitant yeah. amount of food. And it is, it is a special way to grow up because eventually you look back and you realize, oh no, I still mattered most to them. Yeah but they were giving me the ultimate gift and showing me how to be a human in a lot of ways. Yeah. And also, you know, it's uncomfortable, you know, when you're seated next to someone you don't know, right. It can mm -hmm. be really uncomfortable and it can be work. And I feel like they showed us early on, like it's worth it because once you get through the discomfort of the small talk or the, the strangeness mm -hmm. of, of having someone you don't know at all in your home, you know, like you just said, like meeting someone at the shop, right? And, and, you know, sensing that it's okay to invite them into your household, that it's safe. You know, you end up, I mean, I think as someone who does podcasts and now as someone, you know, you who's doing this podcast, like I would imagine that, that being in the company of people you didn't know often and figuring out how to connect is what brings you to the microphone today. Like those were skills that were developed really early. It's definitely, I remember thinking, gosh, my mom is such a deflector because rather than answering a question about herself, she's really good at pointing the mic back at you <laughs> and shining the light back at the person. But, uh -huh. but, you know, by doing that, she was able to learn so much about people. And I loved that, you know, I really loved that about, how she operated in the world. And, and so for me, I'm trying to find the balance because I think it's also important if you're asking someone to share with you that you share with them yes. also. Um, you know, I'm not a journalist. I'm not a reporter. I'm a person uh -huh. um, interested in other people. And so I do find that um, it's equally important to share about myself too. Yes, I love that. And that's what makes everybody subscribe ultimately. Otherwise you would just have a bunch of one-offs coming in to see the person you're talking to because yeah. they get to know you and they love you. And it's, it's somewhere in between an interview and a conversation. I think like striking that balance is, is what I'm thinking. It is Ryan here. And I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? 
I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At ChumbaCasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Real talk. We're all much kinder when we start the day with coffee. You grab your favorite mug and sip before diving into the day. I need that caffeine kick, but I don't need the jitters or the upset stomach that for me sometimes comes along with it. That's why I was so thrilled when I discovered Super Coffee. Like some sort of caffeinated superhero, Super Coffee literally swooped in and saved my mornings. Made with ingredients that are great tasting and great for you, Super Coffee leaves me feeling amazing long after I take my last sip. Plus, they just launched their Add Something Positive campaign to bring positive energy and happiness to the world. I mean, come on! Just when I thought I couldn't love them more, my friends at Super Coffee worked out an exclusive deal for Art of Kindness podcast listeners. That's you. Receive 25% off your entire first purchase at drinksupercoffee.com slash A-OK by using code AOK25 at checkout. That's A-OK25. I recommend trying out one of their variety packs to start. You won't regret it. Coming from the theater especially and saying everything you've just so beautifully said about your mom. Theater people, we are so used to just coming in and creating these little families right away. And then we move on to the next show. And in a lot of ways, it's it's like little forms of camp and you're sad, you miss everybody, but you're forever connected. As you've gone through your career and you've done so many amazing things throughout your adventures, is there anyone you've looked up to for the way they've really conducted themselves on set or backstage? Yes. One million people. Um, <laughs> I think back to, uh, it's funny you mentioned the stage door earlier because the first play I did on Broadway was called Jake's Women and it starred an actor named Alan Alda. And oh, Alan amazing. has been just someone I'd always admired just as an artist from, from his TV show MASH and his movies and, and his, um, you know, political agenda as a feminist. And mm. When I did Jake's Women with Alan Alda, it was such an education. You know, there's that expression number one on the call sheet when you're when you're on a set, mm -hmm. um, which literally means you are the star of the thing, right? Uh -huh. And on the call sheet, which is the piece of paper that, you know, has all the names of the people working that day, whoever is next to number one is is sort of the most important person in the project. So that's Alan. And I remember when on the rare occasion that he would go out and do the stage door and only the rare occasion, because if he did go out, it would be hours. I mean, there was just no way he could get home to rest for the next show or mm. grab some food in between shows. So he didn't do it that often. But I remember when he did, when someone would ask him for his autograph, he would ask them for theirs. And he was really kind of teaching them and me that everyone is, is of equal importance in this experience, right? Like you who are a shoemaker who just came to see the show, mm -hmm. everything about you is just as valuable as me, Alan Alda, who just did this show for you. And just sort of trying to level the playing field in 
what was a pre-social media celebrity craze culture. So I can't even imagine how he would have spoken to this now, uh-huh. kind of this issue of like fame, but it was such an incredible thing because people would be like, you don't know, what do you want my autograph for? And he'd be like, because I'm having this moment with you. I want to remember it. And I just thought it was one of the most generous, beautiful ways to connect with people. Um, And so watching him, A, just sort of deal with his place in the world with, I don't know, charm and generosity. But he also did this thing where every day he would gather everyone in the green room, all the understudies, all all the crew, all of the behind the scenes and onstage folk, and just have everyone hang out and just talk about their day. And he was so instrumental in creating a family on that show Mm -hmm. that didn't just include the actors, it included everybody, front of house and back of house. And so, I mean... Alan is just someone who to to be lucky enough to have someone like that in my first show was was amazing. And, you know, I did a movie with Judith Light and and she is someone who, Mm. you know, she shares so much of of it in her episode with me on the podcast. But oh, that is such a good episode. Everybody, please listen to that episode. She is literally a light. The last name she is, I know, is so perfect. I know. It's like, it's like they knew, they knew. Um, she just talks so much about making sure that being an actor is just one part of your life and that you really fill up. If your life is a bucket, like you fill up this bucket, this is not her quote, but, but my takeaway from it was like, <laughs> you just want to make sure that it is filled with every part of yourself. Um, and that your self-esteem and your self-worth and your your love for yourself isn't based on whether or not you are acting on any given day. Mm. Um, and she, too, is someone, you know, she talked about how Elizabeth Taylor really inspired her when she saw someone, the megastar that was, you know, Elizabeth Taylor take on the AIDS crisis as her cause as a celebrity. Um it really inspired Judith when she even had, you know, the very beginning of notoriety to mm-hmm. really use whatever visibility she had to use it as a platform to raise awareness, to raise kindness, mm-hmm. to to raise funds for um, for the AIDS crisis, which uh, when she began was, you know, in the 80s was just ravaging the arts community. And still making sure that the LGBTQIA plus community remains um, front and center in her in her philanthropic life mm. and her and her daily life, obviously. Um, yeah. So yeah, those two people are just two of the many who who come to mind of of being great role models. Those are amazing examples. Thank you for sharing that. As yeah. you were speaking, I was thinking of, I had the privilege of interviewing your friend who I'm such a huge fan of Kristen Chenoweth a couple times. And she once said, I'm going to butcher it, but she said, being on stage with everyone in the audience, it's a mutual exchange of love. And I think that's such a beautiful way to put it because you're right. Every single person there matters. You can't have a show without every single person. And so that's such an important mindset to have early on. Speaking of K-Chen, 
I do want to mention you're a good man, Charlie Brown, because I feel like among many themes that show is all about kindness, happiness, acceptance. It is such a beautiful show. What did that experience teach you about kindness looking back? Well, for me personally, were it not for the kindness of that cast, I don't know that I would have risen to the occasion Mm. of being in a Broadway musical because I'd never been in a musical before. And those were five of the most seasoned, lauded musical theater performers of my generation, of of many generations, actually. Um, You know, I've talked about it a lot, but I loved Rent so much. That cast recording was my everything, like it was for so many people. And so to go from listening and loving that show um, to co-starring with Mark Cohen, a.k.a. Mm-hmm. Anthony Rapp is Charlie Brown to to my Lucy um, and for him to on many nights warm up for the show using songs from Rent because they just where they landed in his voice were like the right warm up for, wow. for the character of Charlie Brown. My head would explode <gasps> like I was like, what is happening? And wow. how is that? How is he my friend now? Like <laughs> crazy. And then, of course, all the Rent cast would come see the show and suddenly like you know they're all my friends these these artists who had meant so much to me um as a fan of what they Mm. did so so none of those people in that cast Stanley Wayne Mathis, B.D. Wong, Anthony Rapp, Kristen Chenoweth, Roger Bart for one second made me feel like I didn't belong They were like my biggest cheerleaders. They would stand off stage sometimes. I mean, we all did this for each other and watch me in scenes that they weren't in. And we would all, I would watch them in scenes that I wasn't in. Like we did that show for a long time. Mm. That wasn't just something we would do at the beginning, you know, during the out of town tryout in Detroit, like where we were like watching each other's bits and like (laughs) supporting each other. No, that is so special. I mean, because I've had that, not to that level, but when you just catch in your peripheral a fleck of someone's costume and you know that color and you know they're standing there, it it like beams you up to a whole new level. Yeah. And I have to say, it's so funny that there's this tiny moment in that show where during Roger's Snoopy song extravaganza, Kristen and I had to run down from our dressing rooms for like a two second bit where we go, la, 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 like this little thing. Right. Mm-hmm. And honestly, let's be honest, had it just been Kristen's voice, like who really needed me? Doing Your voice that is iconic, <laughs> Alana. You have an iconic voice. Like there have been many times throughout this interview that I'm sitting here just thinking to myself, am I listen- listening to a podcast? Is this live? Your am voice is Do that again. I'll make up my ringtone. But we like what was that? 10 seconds, maybe at Mm. most, maybe less. I think that was one of my favorite moments every night in that show, because I got to be backstage with this woman who had become my very best friend in the world, who warmed me up every night on a piano, because I had no idea how to do a vocal warm up, um, who would do Anthony's eyebrows before he went on stage. Like we were all, it was Broadway, but it could have been summer stock in terms of the level of helpfulness that we all continued, even with the level of staff available to help (laughs) us, we were still like, 
you know, you said camp before. I felt like we, it was like we were running into each other's bunks and like, wait, do you have this eyeliner? And, yes. and um, all of us, I, I mean, it's, it's over 20 years ago. It's so crazy to me that it was, it was that long ago because, um, you know, we have a, a text thread as a cast and it's funny because I, I don't think we had, we definitely didn't have iPhones at the time. I think mm-hmm. at the time we must've been calling each other mm-hmm. every day and then somehow it morphed into a text, but yeah, I mean, that is an incredible group of people and I will never forget their generosity and basically all of them being my teachers and the, the, their jaw dropping talent and seeing what they all continue to do. I take such pride in every one of their, you know, huge global achievements as if they are, you know, my children, right? Like it's just <laughs> so, you know, I, I I can't even, that would be a seven hours of <laughs> scratch the surface. And Michael Mayer, our director, who who made us all mm-hmm. feel like there was nothing we couldn't try even if it didn't make it into the finished product of the show, just space to fail. And that is a, that is a director that um, you want to work with someone who has a Mm -hmm. really clear vision of what they want, but gives you so much room to find your voice in that vision. And then when it doesn't work, lets you know, in a way that is so not humiliating and it's all okay, (laughs) but really like on every level, it was really special. I bet. And the legacy lives on. I mean, you guys wove all that kindness and family into the show. So now when it's being performed around the world at all different levels, it's such a special experience for people putting it on. I'm wondering, would you say that's that's where you think we should start with making a kinder industry is just lifting one another up and supporting one another? Yeah. I mean, I think that I mean, I I guess I would say, God, if it were only that simple, you know, I I wish it were that simple. With all these things coming out in the news. A really good starting place. Mm. That should be like the baseline. That's the most obvious, right? Like that, that, that even has to be like. And by the way, just remember to be kind. Like what? Like that was day one of pre-K. Like we got it. We got it. We are humankind. Humankind. (laughs) Kind is in the word, everybody. Exactly. Well, I don't want to take up too much more of your time. Are you down to play a surprise game? Oh my God. I, who did this to me recently? And they did Mad Libs and it was so mortifying because suddenly I could not (laughs) remember like what's an adverb. So it ends with L Y. Um, is it, if, if you feel like it won't, uh, this is mad too embarrassing. <laughs> no, this is a really, this is going to be a really easy game. It's like barely okay. a game. It's called okay. the compliment game because I haven't okay. given you enough. Oh my God. Okay. Basically I reached out to someone in your life mm-hmm. to tell me what they love most about you. Okay. They gave me a quote. I'm going to read you that quote. You get three yes or no questions and we'll say two guesses. Okay. Now I probably like won't even be able to answer the yes or no questions, but okay. we'll we'll give you hints and you know we'll narrow it down. Because the the object of the game is who who did you speak to about me? Yes, I'm yes. guessing who it is. Okay. Yes. Everyone's beautiful in their own way. It's the compliment game on the A. Okay. It's the compliment compliment, compliment, compliment game. Bump. And now I'm gonna say I and you know this too as a producing your podcast. It gets complicated when you have to reach out through publicists and all this stuff. So sometimes I like creepily have resorted to DMs and this was a DM that worked. So thank you. You'll see who it is in a moment. I'm going to read it to you. Okay. Okay. 
Alana is so compassionate and humble. She will find a quality to genuinely admire in any human who comes into her life. Her goofy backstage humor is hilarious and brings out the joy in others. Okay, so I'm going to assume it's someone that I was backstage with. Yes. Um, just to narrow it down. Now, is it Kristen? It is not Kristen. Okay, okay. So we'll just start. So is this like 20 questions and I get to ask, <laughs> like, is it? Yeah, some... we'll say, we'll say like maybe three questions to start and then I can give you a hint. Okay. Um. So was I in a musical or a, or a dramatic play with this person? Dramatic. Okay. It is the play that we did about a family? I believe so. I didn't okay. get a chance to see it. Is it a play that I did right before the pandemic? Yes. Okay. Is this, did this person in the play, do you believe play a male role or a female role? A female role. Okay. Is this person uh, someone who might've been on Gossip Girl? (sighs) No, although there's a reboot. So that could change my answer. Okay. But the old version, I don't believe so. Okay. Is this person blonde? Yes. Is this person named Tess? Yes. (laughs) Tess Frazier, <laughs> Tess Frazier from The Perplexed. <laughs> Who is, I mean, no one is more hilarious and has more backstage antics than Tess Frazier. So I'm thrilled to know that she even noticed my backstage <laughs> antics. Um, that's hilarious. I love her. Oh, I'm so glad she responded. That so you so got happy. it. Yes. You, it wasn't that hard, right? It was not that hard. And there were no, I didn't have to say it was an adjective, a noun or a verb. So that's I tough. really appreciate that game. Do you know what, how embarrassing was it that it was tough under pressure? I was suddenly, tr- you know, trying to fill in these, um, yes, whatever. That's it's hard me. enough to just to like speak <laughs> under pressure, just to be like, hi, how are you? It's like, hi, hi how are you? Like it's, it's tough to be a human. That's with Grammarly, like, you know, I haven't had to worry about it in a long time. Yeah. Everything's autocorrected now. Exactly. Exactly. You nailed this game. Just to close us out here, would you mind leaving us with a kindness tip or even an inspiring kindness quote that you think would inspire That's so sweet. Well, here's what's really interesting. You know, as you know, these podcasts live forever, right? Mm -hmm. Once they're out in the world. And so we're talking at a time where for the first time in over a year, people are beginning to walk around without masks. And I found it really interesting when we were all wearing masks, how much I used a smile as a way to communicate with someone, mostly with strangers. Um, That was sort of how I went through my day whenever possible, just smiling at someone, not in a creepy way, um, (laughs) but in a way that I I don't know. I just wanted to let that person know I saw them and um, I wish them well. And I was trying to figure out when I was wearing a mask, if they could, like, if they could see it, were my eyes smiling Uh enough? Um, And (laughs) I feel like I, (laughs) this one thing, (laughs) I feel like um, one of the things I'm so grateful about you know, as we all get vaccinated and I really encourage anyone who can to get vaccinated um, is to be able to, to smile at people again and to just give and receive that moment of like joyful connection. 
mm-hmm. um, because I definitely noticed how much I did it once I couldn't do it anymore. Um, yes, we are the same. I cannot tell you how much my eyes were probably bulging out of my head because I was trying to smile at people with my eyes. I think it had the totally. reverse effect. They're like, they were like, who's that this scary guy for me? Yeah. I'm like, what's with his eyes? <laughs> I'm, I'm just like, like lifting my mask down. Like, see, it's a smile. They're like, please get away from me, sir. I man. know. I know. Yeah. So I, I feel you. And that's so beautiful now that we can get back to that. It makes such a difference, especially in New York city. When a lot of the times people are rushing, looking down on their phone, go, go, go just to stop and smile at someone. Even if they seem to have a strange reaction, ultimately changes the trajectory of their day, I think. So I, I love so. that you said that. I hope so. Or they're like, who are those? Robert and Alana are like these crazy people. <laughs> I know they're going to post our pictures like all over the city. We're on like billboards and they're like steer Has clear. this person smiled at you? <laughs> the call smilers. One, yeah, call <laughs> um, Well, I just want to say to you, thank you for, you know, putting something out that is all about positivity and, and, um, you know, when we were younger, there was like that bumper sticker, right? Like perform random acts of kindness. Mm. I remember when that phrase sort of became popular and trended. It yeah. was trending. Um, <laughs> I know trending really back is. then was like when you would see a bumper sticker on cars a lot. On like more than the, one car. Exactly. That was the repost, you know? Yes. Yes. Um, you know, or a t-shirt. But I do really feel like... E- it truly is kind of everything. It is those random acts of kindness that stop you in your tracks when it's the unexpected, when someone you don't know, even like that, it was Tess Frazier, you know, it's like that, that sort of responded to the DM of all the people to kind of see it and take a moment. And, um, you know, people are, we're, we're just filled with um, potential to do better. And to do more. Um, But thank you. I'm so honored to be a guest on your show. I want to thank you for always being so supportive and incredible and and, um, making me feel like I was moving in the right direction with the show. And I just really want to thank you. Oh, thank you. I so appreciate that. And I still have a quick side note. Alana invited me to her live show with Matthew Broderick. And I still have a little keychain that I got that I have hanging up in my uh, in my room on my, my Bolton board. So it reminds me all the time to lead with kindness. And even in just thinking of the name of the show and our theme song, because the, the show is the art of kindness, the AOK, I was like, everything's going to be A-. like, I'm like, why don't this song A-O-K. sound familiar? I was yeah. like, that's a lot of theme song. That's that so great. Your daughter way, wrote. What a great title for, you know, finding the name of something. I mean, I have a 17 and a 14 year old and I'm like, wait, were those the right names? Like it is. <laughs> You know, it's a big, it's a big decision to make. And um, you came up with a great one. So here's to many more episodes of your podcast. And thank you for being so kind in every way. And thank you for having me. Thank you so much for coming. Congratulations on your milestone episode that I just listened to. Everybody go listen to it. Every episode you put out there is just sparkling. I appreciate your time. Any tips you have, feel free to like send them my way or if you think of anyone that might fit. But you are just the best and I wish you nothing but the best. So thank thank you, you, Alana. All right, until next time. Yes, I'm going to go work out. I have a 
workout clothes on underneath this, actually, believe it or not. Okay. You're like Superman. All right. Take it off. Uh, <laughs> get to the gym. All right. Bye, honey. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thank you. And now it's time for your kindness tip of the week. Thank you so much again, Alana. Ah, I loved talking with her. To be fully honest with you guys, I have been running, running, running around. You know, I feel like the end of summer is always really busy, but because of everything that's been going on in the world, things have been delayed and rescheduled, and there was just so much more this summer than ever before. And as I finally have felt more comfortable, you know, going places and being safe, but seeing people... I have kind of put my own self-care to the wayside at times. You know, we forget sometimes when we're making other people happy that we do have to make ourselves happy just as much. Because of everything going on, this episode got a little delayed for me. You know, I edit these episodes after I do the interviews. I add in the intro and the kindness tip here. It actually takes quite a bit of time and I really enjoy it. But I found myself thinking this week, ha, I should delay the episode on Monday. (laughs) I'm like, no one even cares. It doesn't even matter. I'll just delay the episode. I need to relax, you know, that kind of thing. And then I, I stopped myself and I said, you made a commitment. You have to do this. You enjoy doing this. And I told myself that because I'm pushing it, I'm going to do myself a solid and possibly take the week off after this. So we might not have an episode next Monday, a new one that is, but I'm unsure. It's going to be a game time decision. We'll see what happens. If there is no new episode, just know I'm wishing you guys the very best end of summer possible. And I will see you at the start of the fall. My favorite time of year. And if there is a new episode, then you'll hear my voice again. (laughs) Anyway, your kindness tip of the week is to be inclusive. Making others feel included costs nothing, but it means so much. I had a family wedding this weekend, like I said, and I saw so many wonderful examples of this. First of all, I have to shout out my beautiful cousin Maggie and her new husband, Evan. Hey, welcome to the fam. They asked me to sing at their wedding, and it made me feel so special and included, and also nervous as a pig in a butcher shop. (laughs) Does that make sense? Oh. I like pigs. Anyway, thank you both again. I had the best time. Another person who is always so inclusive, but really displayed it at the wedding, is my Aunt Luann. She always goes out of her way to check in with everyone and pull them into the photo booth or take a lap around the venue with you. She just really makes you feel loved and seen, which I think is such a beautiful quality. And while I'm at it, so does my fiance Cassie, right? I gotta shout her out every episode. I love her so much. And I love my whole family, my brother William, my sister Julia, my dad. It was just so great to be with everybody. So remember, there's a a lot of things going on in the world that people have differing opinions on and that can make us seem so different and so separated. But at the core of it all, we have a beating heart. We are all much more similar than we are different. So try and include people when you can. Make people feel special. Be someone that others are so happy to be around. I know you can do it. Thank you so much again for listening. Until next time, remember, everything's going to be A-OK.
Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theater Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theater professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.